Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two clubs. Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's, let's get, get cozy. cozy. What? You're gonna absolutely hate this. I wrote a jingle for this episode. Is this what you said? That I'm not gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like out of my oh, brain. No, I recorded it and like I was like gonna like sing it for you, but now I'm like I kind of don't want to do it. <laughs> but I kind of want to do it. Yet. I have a surprise for you that you're gonna hate. This is absolutely it. <laughs> Oh my God, what was it now? Oh my gosh, I think Well, did I you like, write it down? Um, <clears throat> I think I did. No, I did not. I did not even write it down. It's all from your memory? Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you need a bead? <sighs> no, I'm kind of nervous though. I would be too. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So today's episode is all about the bar, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the bar, baby. Let's talk about cash or free. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that come with drinking. Let's talk about the bar. <laughs> oh, that's a good little jingle. I was driving home from work Friday night, just like kind of annoyed and angry and mad and like, not really, but like just didn't want to spend all day at work on Friday when I didn't need to be there. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, how can I make Cynthia feel really uncomfortable <laughs> when we record? Because <laughs> last week we talked about um, hating musicals. Oh, uh, I mean, you didn't make me sing, so that's okay. I made a second verse, but it's not complete yet, so oh, TBD on that one. Oh, okay. You're not. You want to do a sneak peek on it? No. Oh, okay. No, I, I was thinking in the shower today, like how I was gonna like <laughs> do the second verse, and then I'm like, no. Maybe not. I couldn't find words that rhymed with cocktails besides fails. Ugh. So it was going to be like, let's talk about signature drinks. Let's talk about them, his and hers. Something learning about cocktails that never fail. I don't, it, it wasn't coming to me. And so I just kind of gave effort, up on that one. Though. Yeah. I know and, someone who's really good at jingles. So we can, we can call in to help. We'll just call Colin next time. <laughs> Follow him at Colin Sharp. <laughs> Nick and I were talking about what our hidden talents. We watch, do you watch Below Deck at all? No. Oh, obsessed with it right now. And they have um, a lot of the times, like the people will tell them they want the staff to do a talent show on it. And I'm like, if I maybe do that, I'd be so upset because I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? And I asked Nick what he would do. And he definitely write a jingle. He's a good at jingler. He's a good singer too, weirdly. What? Don't tell him that. Oh my God. <laughs> I literally sent you a message last week said, get that man a record deal. <laughs> <laughs> what was he singing? Celine Dion? Um, Cheryl Crow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. All of the above. Country version of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. No, that was actually, that was good. That yeah. was a really good verse. Yeah. yeah. We'll just have like a real professional sing it. Yeah. Yeah. Not Aww. bad. All right. Well, we'll get it's it. Not, not going to happen ever again. Sometimes. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, that was really funny. So um, you said this weekend you were on Friday. You were at work. Did you have a wedding? Yeah. Well, we. So I had to be there for 
Ugh, oh my gosh. Okay. So Friday, I had to bring Maui to the vet Aww. because we thought he had another UTI infection <laughs> because my cat's prone to UTIs. Um, but apparently it's just anxiety. Oh, <laughs> so and now I got a large like mark on my arm to prove it because he hates going to the vet apparently. Oh, you know, it's fine. Um, and then I had to go to work for like some beer deliveries. And then I literally had nothing else to do. And all I wanted to do was like go sit out on like a boat or like sit yeah and read or like uh, mm-hmm. do anything that didn't involve being in a building because I had everything done, ready to go. Yeah. Like all I had to do was do rehearsal that night. And then you had a Saturday wedding. Yeah. Got yep. it. So okay. I left work for a while, went out to eat with Dan and Emily for like lunch and everything. We had like a mm-hmm. little business chat and then, um, Basically went back to the vet, picked Maui up, and then went to work and did rehearsal and then went home. Okay. Um, but we had a wedding on Saturday, and it was a wedding that I was not coordinating, and I mm-hmm. still had my assistant manager there yeah. um, that comes and fills in every once in a while when I need her help. And then, so I left at 8 o'clock, and then I went and saw our good friend Colin Sharp yeah. and his wife Laura and their band play down at the wine cafe. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Okay, so that's a good, fun, fulfilling day or weekend. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you what I did on Sunday. Sunday, I went and watched my godsons play soccer. Aww. It was great. It was so cute. Like, little, watching little five-year-olds play soccer and kick balls. <laughs> like so cute. Yeah. Well, you went somewhere to get drinks because I remember you Snapchatted me. Oh, yeah. We went to um, my husband's brother's daughter's – or, sorry – we went to my... Does your husband have a daughter you don't know no. about? That's not yours? <laughs> no, he doesn't. We went to my husband's brother's girlfriend's daughter's fourth birthday party oh, geez. for okay. a hot minute. So we went with my sister-in-law and went and got like lunch and cocktails first to like, catch up with her because we don't really see them yeah. too often. Like once a month we see them. But um, so mm-hmm. it was fun getting to catch up and yeah. Ann and I tried some new... Well, actually, we found Chandon on I the know. menu, which is my drink of the year. <laughs> um, so we got some Chandon and had like some apps, and then we went to the birthday party, and then went home, went to soccer, came home, and I went to bed. Nice. It was like it was a busy weekend. That like Monday morning rolled around, and I'm like, I'm not doing shit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Besides recording this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and it helps when we have a drink here. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend? Good. We I had a personal like going going to a wedding on Friday. So we had three weddings here this weekend. And because I knew that I was gonna have to be gone on Friday for the wedding, um, Chris was the coordinator for like venue coordinator for it. Um and it went splendid, it went great. And then I got to enjoy myself um, and be a guest at a wedding instead. And I think it's so fun to like go to weddings just to like see the different venues that there are. Do you like silently judge all the workers when you're there too? Because um, I, I find myself doing that and I don't know why. It's not very nice. But like, <laughs> just I like, think, why are you wearing those shoes? And then I think about, I'm like, oh, because you're probably actually comfortable when my dumbass is wearing wedges. Heels. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Um, I mean, if I notice something that I'm like, oh, you should do this instead, maybe. But I definitely am like just like looking at the different venues, like the venue to see how they operate things and the way like what's unique about them, what's not, what should they or do, what shouldn't they do. And this place did it really well. So, I mean, it was really cute and whatnot. So it was cool to see it. Um, And then I had two weddings on Saturday as well. So before I left town... Um, for the Friday wedding, I dropped my car off at the winery 
So then when I came back to town, I just came back to the winery and to get my car and um, hung out here for the weddings on Saturday. I had Chris do one of them and then my concierge Addison do the other. So I like planned the Saturday weddings, like the coordinated, the begin, like the stuff for it. And then, um, and then had Chris and Addison take over the day ofs. And so I just, you know, stuck around for a couple hours, hung out with them to make sure everything was good, do anything last minute that they maybe needed help with before staff arrived. And they were all pretty much pretty well set. So I felt weird to leave again. And I feel weird being on here and like always so far I've kind of been like bragging oh. about having days off. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really weird for me. Like it's not normal. And it's, it's just like a really sigh of relief of how good they are doing and how like just how supported and I am to be able to do that. So it's been great. It's, it's gotta yeah. feel good though to have like two people that are so just one ready to work and good mm-hmm. at their job too. So yeah. it's like, you can kind of just leave and you, you're not needed. Right. Like, like in the past, I've which is had exactly people how like, be. yeah, great people that can, I can like are supporting, but at the same time, it's still my thing that they're, um, like it almost felt like they were doing for me as like a favor rather than like, you know, a job or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice to like give them the more of the responsibility every time. And they know that that's their responsibility and feeling comfortable to be like, okay, I know you can hand, like, I know you guys are going to be do great and not feeling like the whole time I was <laughs> sitting, like texting them each individually, like, how's this? How's this? And trying to be like, Cynthia, don't be too extra where you're being annoying. And it's like, just let me, let me, let me do this. But I didn't want them to feel like I was abandoning them. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm like leaving them, abandoning yeah. them. Like most weddings, even when they don't need me, I like still stick around and like hide in the shadows. But that's kind of creepy. Yeah, I know. I like sit in the <laughs> kitchen and like the other one wedding, I like sat in the kitchen and I was like, I'm not here, but I'm here. And the groom like walked in and he kind of looked at me like, huh, thought you left kind of thing. Um. I feel, I feel that though. Like it was funny. Cause like when I left Saturday night, like Karna came in and like, I gave her the biggest hug. And then as I was leaving, cause she doesn't work for me that often, but she does like come in and fill in when I absolutely need help. Yeah. And it's like, just kind of like seeing her face. I'm like, we're good. You've got this, right. You're taken care of. Mm-hmm. And like, I did check in with her like every once in a while. And at one point she's just like, we're good. Yeah. We got this. Like, don't need to be texting me right now. So, yeah. no, they never told me that I was being too much. So I was happy that I was like, can you, this is like a good, a good balance. Cause I like kept my watch on me. Cause I did go on after, um, the weather held up too. So that was perfect. The weather was perfect for the weddings. Um, but I kept my watch on me. So I went on the boat and I like put my phone in the boat when I was on the water and I still like was able to like sit there and text them with my watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything turned out well. So I got to enjoy, get some sun and everything too. It's so nice. Like just being on a boat right now in the summer, mm-hmm. like just there's something about it. It, I feel like I'm always happier mm-hmm. when I'm on a boat. Oh, heck yeah. Or in the sun or just like enjoying the weather. Yeah. Um, other than that, how was, what'd you do on Sunday? Nothing. Not, absolutely nothing. <laughs> because there was drinking involved throughout the whole weekend. So... <laughs> And I did not sleep in my own bed. So I was watching the blow deck. Oh, yeah. And doing absolutely nothing with my day, which was great and perfect. But today, 
We're talking about the bar. Yeah. I was trying to like pull up. I got them right here for us. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, did you see me like scrolling to my I phone know, on TikTok? I was trying to go like this to show you. <laughs> um, so because we're going to talk about the bar, we're talking more like signature drinks. And we wanted to get a little bit more funky than like wine. And since we've also been drinking coffee the last two episodes like we'll mm-hmm. let's see how this goes yeah <laughs> a couple, we have already had some wine um but then we picked from there's a chancaska has our spirits room that's open on the weekends so thursday through sunday and it has our specialty cocktails because we're also a micro distillery so we have our own like whiskeys and gins and vodka and rum uh, multiple different whiskeys and then we have two different kinds of gins and so we use cocktails and make those or use our spirits and make different cocktails. So we each picked a cocktail that we wanted to drink for today. And I chose the Sonoma. And it's gin, grapefruit juice, a splash of lime, agave syrup, and grapefruit tonic. And we did take a little photos of them, so you'll see them on the, our social media. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. Yeah. And I did the Ranch Road Ruby, which is gin, mint, Petite Colleen, so that's yep. a wine, um, <laughs> Amaretto, which I'm a, I'm a slut for Amaretto, I'm not going to lie. Ooh. Um, I used to be in college. <laughs> I never knew what Amaretto was oh. until like I started working at Capital Room and then oh, we really? got like this great sour mix. So well, that's what I would do is Amaretto sours all the time, yeah. but I realized that there was probably like hardly any liquor in them, which was fine. Which is fine. I honestly, half the time, I just need something that looks pretty. It probably doesn't even mm-hmm. have alcohol in it, and I'm going to like it. It's also topped with grapefruit tonic. Oh, wait. Nope. JK. It is grapefruit and tonic. Yes. Um, but no, it honestly, Amaretto, like my go-to drinks at a bar is going to be like a gin and tonic or an Amaretto sour. Mm-hmm. And I don't You got usually... a little best of both worlds in that a little bit. Yeah. There's oh, all of that in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that, but that will get you on your butt fast if you don't be careful. Yeah. And we're probably going to need to like eat some food after this episode's done. Yeah. Or we can pause it. <laughs> we might pause it. <laughs> uh, Quarter yeah. pizza before they close at nine. Oh shoot. Yeah. What time is it? 7.30. Okay. okay. Um, but yes, I love these drinks. And the fun thing is, is that they're both gin drinks. And I'm not a gin drinker. I drink just like vodka. Like when I go out to restaurants and I get a fun cocktail, I know better than to look at the liquor that it is and like purposely not order it because of the liquor it is because I'm not a whiskey gal. I'm not a gin gal. And I would never order any drinks if I ever realized that. And, you know, so our gin that we have, we have our barrel gin and then we have regular gin and both of them are not piney. Um, they're honestly more relatable to a vodka in my opinion. So I love them. And, uh, I think people who like gin like them as well, but it's just fun that we both got gin drinks, even though I'm not a gin drinker. I love gin. I don't love vodka, but I mean, I'll still drink a vodka drink too, but yeah. like I'm a, I should let you try like a, just a, a tasting yeah. of the gins. I have. Oh. So a couple years ago back. So the guy that had Chris's position before, Chris took over, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a special like tasting oh, and yeah. tour with Dan and I. Mm-hmm. Um, so he brought us around and we did like a sampling and Dan and I had to sit and like, like just sit in the tasting room and just like decondense and drink a shit ton of water because we got <laughs> kind of drunk. And Spencer's like, or, and he's just like, I don't know if we can say Spencer's name on here, but, and he was like, oh yeah, you guys want some wine now too? And I'm like, no, what? I'm, I'm intoxicated. Like, no. no. Yeah. I can't drink anymore. <laughs> but you liked it. 
Yeah, you like no, the gins? Great. Yeah, it's great. I, I love gin. I don't know if there's really been a gin that I haven't liked besides mm-hmm. like shitty rail gin. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm going to be three sheets to the wind down at Blue Bricks and Mankato, then <laughs> <laughs> give me whatever. Yeah. <laughs> give me whatever cheap. Yeah. No, I love these these drinks. I used to drink the Rancher Derby all the time too, but it just depending on how many glasses of wine that I, I can mix that in or not. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So we have lots of different other ones. So if you want, just go online and you can go to like visit us on our main tab thing we have and you'll see, and it'll say menus. And then on there, it'll have the, the all the cocktails at the end of that menu PDF. And we're always switching out new ones. So if you follow Chancasca Wines on their like Instagram, you'll see all of the new ones when they get premiered and when we switch them out for like seasons and whatnot too. So... Let's talk about wedding bars. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so I kind of like went through and like put together like a bunch of different, like kind of like sections of the bar that I want to talk about. And then we had like an overwhelming amount of questions come in about the bar. Like yeah, it was did. really fun to kind of like read through some of them. So we're going to kind of do part, like a small part of this episode talking about like the bar and like some, some big parts of it. And then we'll go through the questions. Cause I think the questions are mm-hmm. a lot more informative than like some of yeah. the actual like stuff that we're going to talk about. But mm-hmm. firstly, I think a lot of people get really confused about the difference between a cash bar an open bar and a hosted bar. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should define like what those three things are. Right. I feel like a lot of the time when couples are talking through bar with me and I say like cash bar versus host bar, the first thing that I know I have to correct myself right away with is my say cash bar. They're like, oh, I was like, but we accept cards. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's like, takes credit cards. yeah, the thing is just cash. And what it's insinuating is that cash means it's just, you're paying for it on your own. You don't have to worry or it's not being hosted. Like you are paying for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's basically like if your guest comes up and it's a cash bar and they want a Captain Coke or like a a whiskey coke or something like that. They're mm-hmm. going to be paying for that themselves and not, it's not on the bride and groom's tab. Correct. Kind of Correct. So, um, so let's talk about, maybe we'll just start cash bar. You so, already talked about it. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd break it down more, but there really isn't much more to break down from that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Double check with your venue when you're doing your tour, if they have, if they can only take cash though, or if they can do cards. Um, Cause like we don't have an ATM on site, but we take cards. Right. And same. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> then I think that a lot of couples, when they come into, they're asking about hosted versus cash or sorry, hosted versus open bar. And they kind of go hand in hand a little bit, but not completely. And it's all, I mean, for me, especially it, it's based on like the venue because we do it differently than I think other venues, instead of just saying like, we want an open bar to this amount. And then it's like, okay, but what do you actually want included? Because mm-hmm. we don't do, you know, a whole bunch of liquor. It's not just like anything they want. There's tiers of prices of things. So you can't just automatically say open bar and just get everything. Yeah. Yeah. So whereas like with my bar, when we have like an open bar versus a hosted bar, like we just have everything available. Mm -hmm. And if you do an open bar, we'll just have everything available. Your guests can come in, get whatever they want. We'll just add it to a tab. And then at the end of the night, who's ever paying the bar bill will settle up that tab. Mm -hmm. Now, if you do a hosted bar and then like a cash bar for spirits, then a lot of couples for that will just do like free beer, free wine, and then a cash bar for like vodka, gin, rum, whatever. Right. Yeah. When, so 
we have a couple of different like ways that we go about things too. And I think I want to like, I help a little bit in a different area. So I always break them down. So even when someone comes to me and says, we want to do an open bar, I don't, say like sounds good we'll have a hope we'll open tab because we have such a large variety of like wines available and uh, whatnot so like we does that mean that the cabernet the 20 dollars glass of, of cabernet is available probably not you kind of have to break it down by like this is your white this is your red or like these mm-hmm. are the two whites you can pick from these are your two reds you can pick from because if you give people too many options right they get overwhelmed and mm-hmm. it's it's a wedding. It's already overwhelming. There's already hundred. Stop how overwhelming many, them. Yeah. There's so many people like you're trying to get through 200 or however many people at an efficient pace. You can't give them so many options because then they're going to take so much, that much longer each individual to order a drink. So like when personally for us, when we are meeting with couples, we will do, I say, we're going to do the hard work ahead of time which hard work, they get to try wine and decide what yeah. they want. So it really is kind of like fun hard work. And we, I say like you can pick anywhere from two to maybe up to like five types of wines that you want to choose. Because when you look at that full menu that we have, it's a trifold menu. Like that's overwhelming. So I say like let's do the dirty work ahead of time and you guys are going to try wines. And then it's helping decide the price that you're paying per drink of wine and the types. Like you don't want to do – and you don't want to do all sweet and then not have any variety for the guests. So I'm always like, okay, this is the time we're going to find a variety, sweet, dry, red, white, and kind of start from there. So I really break that down a little bit more, which I don't think other venues are as used to just because they don't have wine, unless you are a winery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a much different circumstance too, yeah. because like with your guys' spirits too, you distill them yourself. It's mm-hmm. not going to be like walking into an everyday bar. You're getting more of a, like a unique experience by coming to a winery Mm -hmm. because you're getting stuff that's specialized to your event space. We, we used to do like tiers. So we'd have like ours and then like maybe something that was more expensive too, but then, or like less. So then ours wasn't there like the rail, I guess, but we don't do that anymore. So we, well, we really never did it, (laughs) but like before we were in micro distillery or we had just like just a whiskey or something when we were like, you know, before we had the full everything um but now that we have everything it's there's no point in having you know a tiered and having multiples we just offer ours which is so smart like I think honestly it cuts out like so many middlemen mm-hmm. I mean and this is coming from somebody that like we do like a full bar so it's yeah. a little bit more complicated on our end because we have 50, 60 different spirits to pick mm-hmm. from. So it is overwhelming for most people. Like, right. so having a smaller variety sometimes is better. Well, and from your venue, do you like a drink, a spirit drink? What is the range of price? Um, five to 14. Right. And do you have like when couples say they want to do open bar, do you have that conversation with them and say, is the $14 one good? Yes. Yep. So a lot of times like and I, when we have couples come in and they say like, we want to do an open bar, I kind of have like a mental checklist. I'm like, okay, are we doing an open bar just for cocktail hour? Mm-hmm. We do an open bar until the, the dance starts. We do an open bar all night long. Mm-hmm. There are so many positives and negatives that go with having an open bar all night long, which we'll get to when we go into like our questions too. But like what I strive to do is like, hey, let's just do an open bar until the dance starts and then then it's just a cash bar. But I do have some couples that will say, let's do an open bar for everything all night long. I have some couples that'll say like, let's do an open bar for just rail only. 
Mm-hmm. And so I kind of leave that one up to the couple, but I do give them like parameters like, hey, let's let's either do this, this or this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with that too, like, I mean, there's other rules that go into play like, hey, we don't do any shots that mm-hmm. or like there's no shots on like a bridal party tab mm-hmm. or on like the parents tab. Yeah. Which so we'll with, to yeah. So with shots. So you leave it up to the, the client to make the decision. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because at the end of the day, if you want to take a shot, if that's your call, but like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do an open bar tab and then have a groomsman come up and order 20 shots of tequila and right. that's going to go on the parents tab because right. the parents didn't ask for that. Mm-hmm. So that's just a, a strong rule that mm-hmm. I enforce and I don't waver from (laughs) yeah we have do the same thing too where like if they're hosting any liquor we'll say okay what does that mean for shots because some people like we don't actually make like fun shots like we're not downtown so a lot of the time they might order something like still or on the rocks and that can technically be a shot and so we kind of ask those questions if it's hosted are you allowing shots or are you not? And then I also leave it up to the couple or the people playing to say, do you want to even allow shots at your wedding? Yes or no. Can they buy it on their own if they want to? Maybe it's not hosted, but they can buy it on their own, which is honestly most of the time the way they go about it. Yeah. It's so rare that like we do weddings where they like don't enforce shots, but at the same time, like I know if I were paying like the bar bill, like Mm -hmm. if I saw 20 shots of like lemon drops or something on my bar tab, I'd probably be a little upset. (laughs) So that's why we, well, you know your crowd though. So like, you know if that's going to be a problem or not. And I think that's why I always have that conversation with my clients just to be like, are you okay with it? Are you not okay with it? And if so, they're either like, oh no, they're paying for it on their own because I know that my friends are going to rack that up or they're like, no, we're not that type of crowd. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, and then for a lot of, like, your couples, now, let's say, like, they don't do an open bar, but they do, like, a partial hosted bar. So it's, like, free beer, free wine, and then it's, like, a cash bar for spirits. Mm -hmm. Now, I know for, like, the venue that, like, I work for, like, we can do, like, two different kinds of kegs, and then they can do, like, X amount of wine or something, Mm -hmm. and they can do stuff on reserve. And then a cash bar for a spirit. So how that works then is if guests come up to the bar, they can do the free beer, the free wine. And then if they want like a Captain Coke or something, they can pay for it themselves. Working at a winery though, how is that different for you guys? Since you don't obviously make the beer yourself, but you do the wine. Yeah, we do. We do it the same way though. Um, We have the rule, like we have a stipulation about like if you have beer, you have to match it in our product. So if you do a keg of beer, you match the dollar amount in wine and or spirits of hosting it. Most of the time being that you're at a winery, guests end up drinking a lot more wine, honestly, or and or spirits than they do beer. So when you're at a venue that's a little bit different, maybe like a hotel or there's no stipulations, you might see more beer drinkers. It's just a little bit different on our at our venue. And so... We, I usually work with the couples a little bit more to have to help them understand that and to know that like, you can still do beer, but people, I mean, it, what it all comes down to is that guests are going to drink what's free. If it's only wine that's free and they're only beer drinkers, they're going to drink wine. If they have both available, you know what, they're probably be like, you know what, the wine is free and I've heard good things or, you know, I've always this is my one time to try it without paying for it. So let me try it out. Or, you know, people love wine and they're going to stick to it all night and they drink it. So we see a lot more than, than the average 
other types of venues. Um, but we still have a good variety. And like usually for spirits, we'll do like a certain dollar amount or certain time frame, but we can rope that into wine and spirits. It's just when it comes to beer, we separate it. So even if you want to open bar, I'll still say, sounds great. How many kegs do you think you want on site? You still have to pay for them directly because we don't just like have endless amount of kegs here. We have to buy them for on site, which is no different than most venues. Um, And then they just have to, I just kind of break down the wine and spirits separately as well, just to make it easy and then kind of bring them together at the end. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's funny like to hear like, I, and I think what our dynamic is really cool is because like we're so different when it comes to like the bar aspect of mm-hmm. things. Cause I'm like an, I'm like a traditional bar, whereas you are more of like a specialty bar mm-hmm. in a way. So mm-hmm. kind of like with specialty stuff though, like signature drinks, mm-hmm. like you kind of see like more of like an influx of them this year and like in the past couple of years than we have ever before. Oh yeah. And I feel like with a lot of them, it's something where it looks really cute on a sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thoughts on signature drinks is if you want to do them, awesome. If you don't want to do them, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> the pizza's ready. Our pizza's ready. <laughs> that was fast. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, we'll be back soon. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> okay. Uh, now that we're refueled. Um, so with signature drinks, like, I feel like there's like no real question. Like if you want to do them, you can do them. If you don't want to do them, you don't do them kind of thing Mm -hmm. like I think they're a fun new they're not new but it still feels like a new trend that is fun for people to add as an addition either like you name it your last names or you name them after your dogs or anything I think people especially if you're not hosting any spirits or liquor it's a good way to incorporate that in a manner or just like make it a personalized item for your wedding even for like just like the cocktail hour right or like for like a small limited time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm gonna give you quick like two seconds, three seconds. Mm-hmm. What are you, what is your favorite signature cocktail? Ooh, I'm a sucker for a French seventy five, but like obviously I like gin, so like I like that. But right. I like it when couples do some stuff that's like a little bit more fun and like unique and like geared towards them versus like. I want a Jack and Coke right thing. I mean, I do, I do love because a lot of the times we do signature drinks. We w- when for my venue, we'll say, okay, look at the menu that we have for our spirits room and choose from that menu from that cocktail list. Unless you want like a gin and tonic or a, you know, vodka yeah. soda or a whiskey Coke, then we can do those, uh, which are super easy and we can do them. But I love when they do like an old fashioned because mm, yeah. it just, it adds a nice, like, flair and elegance yes to the bar and to the evening that I think everyone loves so I like those definitely I think with this and both you and I can probably agree on this like double check with your venue to see what they can do right so if it's something they can make a bunch of margaritas really freaking fast heck yeah do a margarita oh yeah if it's something where they can't and you have to abide by like what they can actually do make sure it's okay with them kind of thing yeah no but I think they're fun I'm yeah. all for them. And you know what? Can you just imagine like a cute, like, let's say the couple has two dogs. Mm-hmm. They have like a, um, a so-and-so and a so-and-so cocktail. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Kind of mm-hmm. unique. Okay. I've been so excited to get to some <laughs> of these questions. Like we got so many really fun ones. I really want to save a couple of them that we talked about already, like to the very end, because mm-hmm. they're like kind of like a little bit more 
Oh, funny. I have one more thing though to say about like, uh, about like signature drinks, I guess. Yes. So a lot of time too, we have on our list of stuff, we have cocktails that are, can be mocktails too. I mean, all of them oh, can yeah. pretty much be that. So I think it's fun to incorporate that to then make it so that we can do both. Yeah. Uh, so many people are doing like the sober curious mo- movement right now too. Mm-hmm. So like let's, in, let's include some of those like dry dry mocktails and right. like stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of my time we'll pick ones that they're a mocktail and then you add the spirit if you want to. So then kids can still drink the, the or like teenagers or, you know, yeah. um, or just anyone can just order it and you, it's the same thing. So you don't feel like it looks different or anything either. Yeah. Kind of, we've said it once before, if it looks pretty, we're probably going to drink it. Right. So, <laughs> um, okay. So these questions, we're probably going to answer them like pretty quickly. We're not going to probably go into too many deep dives, but mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. Do you want to start? Sure. Uh, can we talk about how much booze people waste with an open bar? So many, (laughs) so much booze is wasted. I cannot tell you how many times throughout the night or at the end of the night, my bartenders and I are walking around pulling half Mm -hmm. drank drinks from tables. I know. Well, we will, a lot of the time, uh, we'll cut off the glassware at like 10 PM or oh, like yeah. sometime. And so we'll end up doing sweeps throughout the evening of the tables and we'll like not, you know, you always, you end up like cleaning up everything and leaving the glass. And then, you know, after your third sweep, it's still sitting there and hasn't moved that, you know, no one's drinking it anymore. Or you're like, also it's been two hours and we have not been serving glass. Like no one's drinking this. And so many things I pick up. My philosophy is if there's ice in the drink, right. don't take it. Mm-hmm. If there's no ice, it's fair game. And we stop serving glass like once the dance starts. Mm-hmm. So it's like really easy to kind of yeah. pull with that. Right. But Ours are wine, so it's a little bit harder because there's never any, gla- any ice. But you figure it out yeah. by the placement of the glass and how long it's been sitting there. <laughs> okay. Do all guests need champagne for speeches? No. Absolutely fucking no. not. They already have a drink. Raise your glass. It's fine. I don't think you need that. What's the most? Okay. What's the most amount of kegs or cases of wine you've went through at a wedding? Oh, my record is five kegs of beer and four cases of wine. And that's in one night? One night. So I don't really remember. With like 280 guests. I have done seven kegs. (gasps) Oh my God. Yeah. Were they walking by the end of the night? (laughs) Yeah. With and. They have to match that amount in wine. Do they get spirits. to take wine home? They can, yes. Oh, but oh, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would be like living off Shankasco wine. <laughs> Honestly, it could have been six. And then I had, I know I had, I ordered eight in case. So six mm-hmm. and two on reserve. And I know they for sure got through the six and they could have potentially not gone through the seventh, but I'm pretty sure they did. At least didn't get through it. But yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, that's, it was a lot. Okay, so this one's probably like different depending on like the venue that people are at, but who brings the mimosas in the morning? I think that's also a question of like who sets it up. Like yeah. your maid of honor, your personal attendants. They're the ones that figure it out and make sure that you have that ready for the for the day of. Yeah. Well, and also, but depending on the venue, like I don't allow well, me neither. any outside alcohol. <laughs> so yeah. I know. If you walk in, I'm like, sorry, let me know. Yeah, you can't bring that in. Um, but like at final consults with my couples, that's when they tell me like, hey, I want a mimosa bar. Mm-hmm. Sick. Okay, cool. Oh, Megan, stop saying sick. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when I will mark it down in my notes. So we provide the mimosa bar right. if you want a mimosa bar. But every venue is different though too. So double check with your venue on right. that one. Yeah. We allow it. I just make sure that you're, it goes through us as well. Yeah. 
Okay, cups. Do I need personalized cups and drink stirring sticks? Stirriers? <laughs> and napkins. <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> if, um, if it helps. Definitely oh. don't. I don't think yeah. it's necessary. I think it's a cute touch. I think napkins are overrated, <laughs> to be honest. Well, people buy 500 to 1,000 of them, and we maybe go through, what, 100? Yeah. At a wedding? Yeah. I have leftover ones because people didn't want to take them home because they had so many boxes. And I'm like, I can't use these for anything. I have a bucket that just say the bride and groom's names. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to have a bride and groom with these same names again. What Mm -hmm. am I going to do with these napkins? Mm -hmm. And cups, sometimes cups are cool. But honestly, towards the end of the night, like when we're busting tables, we pick up how many cups. Mm -hmm. You rewash them, you put them back out. People don't take them home. So right. There's far more things that you can spend your money on than Right. That I think kind it's of just stuff. an expense I don't think is needed. Okay. I like this one. What's the most expensive bar tab you've ever seen? Mm, I think uh, I think 7,000. Oh, that's what I was going to say too. I've had an open bar where we've hit like 7,300 mm-hmm. and that was with beer wine and an open bar tab yeah same i mean mine's same. on open bar because i don't not, i mean it's hosted yeah but yep. beer wine spirits uh but yeah it was it didn't break eight but it was in the sevens that's it, it that doesn't actually seem like that many considering some venues have like ten thousand dollar minimums that's what i was gonna say maybe i have gotten to more than that i know seventy three hundred is my max like the limit i've ever hit so now I'm like gonna have to do math. I don't know. I think it's more. I think it might be more, and I can't remember. Anyway, it okay. doesn't matter. That's a lot. I think that's a lot because a lot of people are like, uh, I think an average is like three, so that probably seems crazy to people. I, yeah, I feel like seven thousand though is a pretty high number for this area. Yeah, that's a lot of people, a lot of drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, what percent of bar, oh, sorry. What percent of open bars result in a messy night? Every single one. hundred percent. Um, there's always going to be someone, um, especially for me with wine, people think that they don't understand how much wine is like a head drunk and they gets to you and people can't handle wine, getting wine drunk unless you you always get wine drunk. You and I is both, well, not my worst hangover, but I feel like your worst hangover was when you and I drank Chancasco wine all night long, but we also drank three bottles. Yeah. I mean, not my worst hangover, unfortunately. <laughs> it was bad, though. It was bad. Yeah, no, it sucked. Um, so my worst is definitely not wine, but she's she's up there for sure. See, I don't. I would not like consider like an open bar to be like a messy night because I've had nights where people have done like just free beer and wine, and there's mm-hmm. been groomsmen on the dance floor or even wedding guests, not just groomsmen, um, but standing on the dance floor dumping beers on their heads mm-hmm. and like just the dance floor being coated with beer. Yeah. So well, open bars it, don't really make a difference when yeah. it comes to that. And I think you know whoever wrote wrote it with saying like open bar again we talked about how there's differences in them and open doesn't necessarily mean you know doesn't hosted could be the same exact thing that's right yeah so you can can host free one white one red one spirit one beer and still get it just as fucked up okay this one like gives me such bad ick how often do you catch people sneaking in booze also do you say anything 
absolutely fucking lootly. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the second I see somebody walking with a bottle, if I don't go do it, one of my bartenders will or security will. And those those people have two options. They can either give up the bottle or they can leave. Mm-hmm. And those are the only two options that they get. And it nothing makes me angrier. Like, <laughs> this is... We're a bar. Mm-hmm. You own a liquor license. We own a liquor license. Like... You can't just go into fucking Applebee's and bring in a bottle of brandy and right. be like, can you make this with a brandy seven? Like, wh- what? Who are you? Right. I get so angry and I don't think that the couples realize how rude it is because it's always ends up being the flipping bridal party who mm-hmm. have a, they tailgate in the parking lot. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I don't care. Sorry. I mean, probably when I go to other places, like if I drove there, I probably might have my drinks in the like, car, but it's only because it was at a convenience. And if I see you tailgating, I've lost respect for you. Sorry. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. So that just happened not yeah. too long ago. Don't <laughs> fucking bring in booze to somebody else's wedding. Um, when you don't personally own that liquor license. So mm-hmm. don't do it. You're going to get caught. You're going to get thrown out of here and you're not going to get your bottle of booze back. Right. I have, I have a confiscated bin and it's a wonderful collection of stuff. <laughs> I just kind of keep it as like memorum. Yeah. Mem- memorium. Whatever. Um, yeah. What's the average tip night for dar- bartenders? Oh, Honestly, I don't know. I'm management. I can't right. know what we my don't bartender tips. So, <laughs> um, and so skip that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but not for us, but I think for, I mean, it depends on the wedding, but you know, I think that weddings, like the bartenders can get anywhere from like lower 200 to almost a thousand in tips. Just like oh, yeah. some, that times I say that just in cash. So yeah, every wedding's different. There's you all get this credit. You get people with like that work in the service industry, though. They're probably going to tip you more than like somebody that doesn't work in the service industry. Right. So, um, maybe they meant per, uh, maybe they meant per transaction. You still like if you order one drink, it's yeah. not how expensive it is. They're giving you, they're giving them a dollar. Like they're yeah. not doing more than that usually, unless yeah. it's a tab at the end of the night and they see how much it is, and then they actually do the twenty percent. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, that's kind of hard for us to answer because. Again, we're management, so it's like kind of hard to know yeah. like exactly. Um, do you like open bars or cash bars more? Oh, um, again with the open bar thing, but I would rather hosted because you can do transactions faster because you're not actually having to exchange money, mm-hmm. and you can just give them give them every like give them their drink and move on to the yeah. next person. Yeah, I think that too. And people like, drink more when it's like that, and we want a larger sales. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. So selfishly, open bars, everything's free your guests aren't paying for anything um, mm-hmm. from a business front is kind of yeah. nice. cash bar is more work for us for less money. Um, but as a bride, um, free beer, wine, cash bar for spirits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought about offering a jello shot tower instead of champagne? Who the hell asked this question? <laughs> <laughs> My college friend. <laughs> no, she's not my college friend. She's just <laughs> got a lover. Best friend. Um, yeah, I love her. And no, we have not because neither of us specialize in jello. <laughs> okay, so next time we see Molly, uh, we're going to literally build a tower of jello shots for her. <laughs> yeah. And she's going to have to drink at least half of them. I was going to say, she's going to drink. Yeah, she's going to have to do them all and she's going to say no to me. <laughs> um, okay. Ooh, okay. This one is last question. Okay. Ooh. What's the worst drunken wedding incident that you've seen at a wedding? Huh. We're ending kind of dark and dirty here. I kind of like this. I have so many stories. Okay, you go first. Um, okay. 
So the more recent one was, and for a while there, I didn't know if I could like actually share this story, but honestly, so many people have heard about it, so it's probably fine now. Um, we had a guest break into my office at one point in time. I don't know if they got lost or what happened, but they punched a hole through my office window. There was glass everywhere and blood everywhere. And I remember I walked upstairs because like the planner, wedding planner came in and like, just like Megan, there's glass everywhere. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? There's glass everywhere. And she goes, there's, there's glass everywhere. So I walked upstairs where the commotion was going on. Our security guard was up there. And I just kind of looked at the window. I took a deep breath and I'm like, okay. Looked at the father of the bride. I'm like, you take care of that. I looked at my security guard. I'm like, you take care of that. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to take care of this and we'll reconvene in 30 minutes and figure out what the next steps are. And I smiled. I went downstairs. I grabbed a bunch of plastic that luckily Dan is kind of partially a hoarder when it comes to like saving stuff. Um, and I taped up my window really quick and I went downstairs and looked at the, 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 the people that were hosting the event and I smiled and they're like, what should we do? And I'm like, this sounds like a, this sounds like a midnight problem. Let's figure this out in a little <laughs> sounds bit. Sounds like a tomorrow problem. Yep. Not um, nothing for you. Yep. We'll, we'll figure it out. Luckily the bride and groom never had any idea it happened. I still Good. don't think to this day they probably know. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard. I'm the worst. Like when someone says, what's your favorite or what's this? Nothing ever comes to mind. I go blank. But there's a couple things I do think of, but I'm sure there's even more. Um, this is not necessarily from the wedding, but it was at a wedding. And we had a party crasher come over to the winery. And it was very obvious that she was not because um, she didn't like sit down at all during the it was like she came in during dinner service towards like the tail end and she looked very drunk and I was had the parents come up on the other side of the bar and just like spot her out to say is she a wedding guest and they're like nope we don't know her other side of the family nope we don't know her bride nope we don't know her and I asked the coordinator nope I don't think so and we caught her taking tips out of the jar (gasps) yeah just sitting there taking tips she like threw it on the ground and then like picked it up and then she tried to walk and she literally did a, a zigzag like a tambourine like back and forth and I was like I and she was walking to a vehicle in the parking lot and I went to go try and get her and she had like I didn't know it that's I didn't get at her in time and she got on the road so I had to call on the her. cops yeah oh no but I mean good on you for calling the cops it was like it's a really hard thing and I'm like part of me is not wanting to say that on here but it's I mean Dram shop, but, like we kind of have to. But that's our that's our job. And we didn't serve her at the wedding because we realized, you know, we took the wine away and we're like, mm, are you with the wedding? And yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Damn. So that but was like, a bad, like, yeah, dirt, dark one. <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of like good for people to know that we're not just wedding coordinators. We're not just watching people celebrate the best day of their lives or mm-hmm. whatever. We are monitoring all those little aspects of your wedding day. Mm-hmm. Somebody shows up to your wedding unannounced. You and I are probably the first people to notice them and take them out of here. And it's not all butterflies and rainbows. Right. Like it's, it's kind of a tough job because you have to make those tough decisions. on like, Oh, this bitch is drunk and she's not a part of this group. Get the fuck out of here. Like mm-hmm. um, we can't actually tell her to leave cause she couldn't leave on her own. Yeah. Um, another one <laughs> was I, caught and I 
don't even oh my god have you caught people having sex yeah because i have oh no but it was like in a stairwell like Why completely do- open like to like a door for do- on both sides for like everyone to see i've had people have sex by my office and i was sitting in my <laughs> office one time and like i could hear noises so i text dan my boss and i'm like can you come upstairs quick and dan does not fuck around with stuff like that and all of a sudden he's like banging on the door and he's just like, you gotta get out of there and the person's just like yeah we're coming and he, it was like and two minutes late he goes you finished yet? <laughs> and oh god, but like at least in my building, I have places they can hide. You have nowhere to hide. Oh, it here. wasn't here. It wasn't oh, okay. here. It okay. was at a hotel. <gasps> but it was it was in the stairwell, like Go like the main floor, like on the main thing, like everyone can see you. There's like a yeah. Oh, you're like oh. on your way to your room. Just wait a yeah. hot second. Yeah. And we have cameras, so that reason I know is because <gasps> it was on camera. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. No. I happened to be like behind like in the bar like or like not the bar um in the desk behind the desk that had the camera and I was like what what's happening right there <laughs> oh my god could you imagine could, oh. how embarrassing would that be like oh sorry guys we got kicked out of this wedding because we were fucking in the stairwell yeah, <laughs> yeah by the time I got there they weren't there but I wasn't on and wasn't in a huge hurry to get there <laughs> yeah I have seen it as well or no actually I don't know if I saw it but it was someone took a video because they were there for a wedding it was again a hotel and uh, they were like I had p- mutual friends that were at this wedding and someone left their window open and when people were leaving they just saw everything <gasps> through oh, the window no. and like, the funniest thing is they knew who they were <laughs> uh, like full butt cheeks or something like yes, push up against the, the air. window <laughs> <laughs> okay so this podcast definitely just turned R-rated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. oh, that's aggressive. I'm trying to think of like other like drunken incidents. We've had like physical damage done to our space, hence the reason why like I now have like a excessive cleaning fee. Um, but it's funny like I don't. This one's like not like drunken at all. It's just like annoying. But one of my really good friends, we got super close during like the planning process, and like after the wedding, like her and I meet up for drinks like all the time, and um, her videographer or photographer or somebody broke my biggest rule at the venue what they let a confetti cannon go oh and no confetti went everywhere and it was a friday night i was there with my boss emily until four o'clock in the morning cleaning up confetti yeah. no and her the bride and i've had many like conversations and laughs about it after afterwards so like she'll listen to this podcast and think it's fucking hilarious i'm talking about it um but like it was so annoying and mm-hmm. like one of the, her bridesmaids like left a jacket in the bridal suite so i put it in the lost and found and then i ended up stealing the jacket i'm like no this is payment for me having to be here at four o'clock in the morning i looked at natalie and the bride and she's just like i'll just buy her a new one i'm like yes yeah. Yes, you will. <laughs> this is my jacket now. <laughs> I I did have a couple, and then it, they it didn't even it's not even any like they didn't even mean to. It was the the best couple. They were so down to earth the whole planning process, and I wouldn't have expected. Well, I did not expect as much of partiers as they ended up being. But it was raining at the end of the night, and they let the people like back up into the um, front of the event center to oh, no. load in their things. <gasps> oh and my god, I remember this night. Yeah, someone backed their truck into our sign and. And it was gone. Like our event center sign was on the ground when I woke up, came or when I saw it later after they had left. So, cause it was like raining and I 
don't think anyone was probably sober enough. Must not must not have been. I don't know to back up, but I didn't. Yeah, or like guide the that. person that was sober driving the vehicle, like yeah. to back up so the guy driving like didn't know. Yeah, and so I had to. I felt so bad that we had to charge him for the getting the fixing the sign, and uh, yeah. Dang. I've also had another one where this we don't allow smoking on grounds, and there was a gr- room that would not stop smoking like we had so many conversations ahead of time and he was kind of like I try when then people do things they're not supposed to like play their friend about it and I'm like don't let me catch you and I kept on having to tell him please stop smoking you're not allowed to smoke it was that was when we didn't have a designated smoking area at all and it was not it was like right after dinner service and he was I had told him already like 700 times and all of a sudden so like between the tent and the coop there's um AC units too and also that area is off limits to guests and everyone too that's just for like catering and our staff and I catch him and he's standing between the AC unit and the and the tent and there's literally like how much is this like how much room is this Eh, four feet three feet there's hardly any space in between them and he's standing between it and I literally look at him and I'm like because I'm thinking he's trying to hide and smoke there. And I'm like, this is the worst place because this is the only place that staff is supposed to be. And oh, no. he looks at me and goes, I'm not smoking. I'm just peeing. Oh, no. And I was like, well, you can't publicly pee either. That's also, a, that's a sex offender crime. Yeah. Like, you also, go to jail for that shit. <laughs> also, you're peeing on an AC unit. Oh, yeah. No. Like, let's not. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of on the smoking thing. So my girls came in and cleaned one night and I was like doing like a meeting or during the day and I was doing a meeting with a client who was like a final client. So they didn't like, they've seen the space enough times, like they didn't need to like walk through it again. So my girls were cleaning after an event and all of a sudden the girls come upstairs and they're just like, oh, Megan, can you, can you please come downstairs? And I'm like, what, what, what could be so important that you need something? Mm-hmm. Um, and they bring me into the bathroom and they're like, what do we do with this? And they're like pointing to <gasps> a little baggie with a joint <laughs> that's literally four oh, inches no. long. And I had thought like when I walked into work that day, like the whole entire building reeked of weed. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, maybe like somebody like, because I noticed it like the night of the wedding that it smelled like weed and I could not find the culprit. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out people were freaking lighting up a joint in the bathroom and then they put the rest of it in a paper bag stuck it in between the toilet paper dispenser and like the partitions of the bathroom stall (laughs) and then forgot about it (laughs) and then my 19 year old girls found it and they're like megan what do we do with this and i'm like don't touch it i don't know throw it in the trash like but not in the building throw it in the trash outside like i don't care what you do but like don't do it in the actual fucking building like especially weed it smells mm-hmm. so bad all the, all over the place yeah i have had a lady smoke like we couldn't find the culprit again but smoking cigarette in the ladies bathroom why and, yeah, go and outside I, how do you and part of me thinks that maybe it was just so prominent on her that it smelled like it or like she kept the butt in her like pocket and then like put it no. in the bathroom or something because it smelled so prominent but we couldn't find but I was like, are you kidding me? You're in a nice establishment and smoking hasn't been allowed in the building, in buildings in 20 years. Yeah. So please. Since the early 2000s. Like, come on. So let's, let's not. 
Oh my gosh. I feel like we could go on like 8,000 more tangents, but we better yeah. not because <laughs> I'm going to think about this for the next week and then come back next week and be like, this is what I meant to say. Cause I'm going to yeah. think of all the things that have happened or I'm going to ask Chris oh all of his. Okay. Sorry. Sidebar. I have a confession to make. What? Um, I was wrong on the last episode. I did have something blue for my wedding. Oh yeah. You did say that. Um, so the, if you're a man, stop listening or actually it doesn't really matter. I'm married, but like I wore blue underwear on my wedding day. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you did oh, everything. Yeah. Something new, something blue, something old, something yeah. new. Yeah. So no. my best friend, Amber, she gave me a pair of blue underpants, panties. <laughs> underpants. <laughs> she gave me a pair for like my bachelorette party and I saved them. Didn't wear them at all until my wedding day. And then oh. like I did not wear them at all again until my honeymoon. And then I had to leave them in Mexico because I got sick. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the story of my blue underwear. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> but and then like I was wrong because apparently on your wedding day, you don't fucking know what's happening 99% of the time. You're just people are telling you where to go. That's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. And my cousin commented on like our Instagram it's just like girlfriend um there was three people bustling your wedding dress and then one of us gave up yada 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 and I'm like (laughs) okay cool so yeah so apparently there was three people bustling my wedding dress and not just one person so the things you don't remember you know what's a nice feeling though Hmm. people actually listen to this podcast (laughs) 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 I don't know if people do because there's been some times that I say things that I'm like waiting for someone to be like oh I want to know more about that and no one said anything I know um no I get not messages constantly it's usually from like my like five friends and family (laughs) Um, but no so um yeah fun fact now that I feel like I unburdened myself from last week's episode (laughs) or two weeks ago I don't know what time it is yeah, it all blurs together. Yeah, after a while. Now it's wedding season. Who the hell knew it was Monday already? Mm-hmm. But next week is the 4th of July. Yeah. And so it should be a little bit slower of a week's. Kind of, not really, but yeah. No. Well, no, I have a wedding this next weekend, but it's reception only, so it's half the amount of work. And the following weekend, I don't have a wedding. There you go. I just have an open house, and then I have to attend a wedding. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun, though. See, I love being a... a attendee yeah I honestly though like like I'm so excited like I love like they're some of our best friends and everything but I just want to take a weekend off yeah and lay on a boat read a book Mm -hmm. drink some Sean Don (laughs) you still did all that except for having the weekend off I know (laughs) but I didn't get to lay on a boat (laughs) oh that's true I gotta find a boat I did that for you I gotta find a friend with a boat I know one you got to have free time at the same time as me. <laughs> uh, okay. I I have to pee again. Is that weird? Like, we always end this episode by me having to go to the bathroom. Well, perfect timing. It's a little timer. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Also, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. Follow us on our social. Instagram is the Corner Booth Podcast. Website is thecornerboothpod.com. And Trancasca Winery Weddings for Cynthia. And The Capitol Room for Megan. And Colin Charf for Music and Goldenmine Studios. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers. That's probably lame. Yep. Yeah.
Ah. Uh, well, it's not a wine yeah. glass. Yeah. It's, be it's fine. All right. Bye. Bye.